Hi guys, welcome back to a new light podcast mini series, Karen's Favorite Things, where I get to share with you a part of my everyday life and tell you about some of my favorite things. So last week I got to share with you guys on a couple of my favorite apps um, and I hope that you guys got to check them out or even learn some new things that's currently out there. So today I just want to share with you guys just on the topic of leadership. Um, I know this is a shorter episode series, so I won't be talking too extensively on it, but I just want to touch on some of my journey of, you know, leadership and what type of tools or books that's out there that kind of inspired me along the way. A lot of my leadership experience actually stemmed from being in the church. So at a very young age, I was teaching, you know, Sunday schools, Bible studies, and even that time, I had no idea what being a leader meant, right? I was just doing it because there was a need or someone asked me. And being the people pleaser that I was, it was just natural to step into those roles. Um, My first real leadership experience, I would say, was when I became a youth leader in my church. And that was you know, a really challenging and growing time for me. Um, We made a lot of mistakes. We were trying to figure out a lot of things. And especially when you don't have a lot of role models that looked like you. It was really hard at that time for me to pinpoint like a female strong leader and what that was like. So growing up, I had a lot of spiritual mentors or uh, leaders and pastors who were male. Um, And so they were the ones that challenged me And I'm actually very thankful now that I look back of like, wow, they saw potential in me and they called me, um, you know, into places that I've never thought that I could ever step in. So I'm I'm very thankful for that experience. Something that I've learned through the years, I would say the last 12 years of just being in different, you know, ministry settings, leadership settings, leading several, you know, projects and working at different places. There's one main thing that I've learned uh, as a leader for myself, um, and that is, like, who is it that I really want to be, and how do I lead out of that? And I would say the hardest journey about, you know, leading and becoming a leader is really that process of owning what type of leader you are. Like, yes, there's so many books and so many podcasts and TED Talks that you can watch and you learn these awesome tools, but... At the end of the day, you have to be able to choose, like, what is really me? What is my style? Um, How how will I use this in the context that I'm in? And so it takes time to learn that. And and I would say, you know, through the last year or so, I've probably become a lot closer to what type of leader I want to be. Like, I can actually imagine if I were to start my own nonprofit or lead my own team that I want to do it a certain way that's more suitable for who Karen is. Um, So I hope that can be an intro (laughs) of, you know, you understanding what leadership can mean for you. So let's get to the tools. Um, I think a part of being a leader is also being open and willing to learn along the way. Like you never just arrive at leading well, right? You try things, you do things, it doesn't work you do it again. You learn things. If it doesn't work out, that's okay too. Um, So I'll share with you just a couple books and things that has been helpful for me and has worked for me. I remember 
this book uh, I read during my freshman year of college. I went to a private university called Azusa Pacific, and I was highly involved in the ministry leadership context there. Um, and I remember just our leader giving us this book called In the Name of Jesus by Henry Nouwen. And I'm a big fan of Henry Nouwen. Um, he was a priest. He was a uh, professor. He wrote lots of books from a very in-depth, contemplative uh, space. And that's kind of my style. So I, I really enjoy reading his books. And this book is, you know, kind of labeled right here at the bottom. It says, Reflections on Christian Leadership. And I remember reading it and it just blew my mind because it was a completely different context of leadership that I've never really experienced. <laughs> For example, like a lot of his work is around like being vulnerable, being the true like broken leader that you are so that you allow others to, to lead that way. Um, and from a Christian perspective, right, that you lead as Jesus has led. And so there's one specific quote um, at the end of his uh, chapter. It's a very short read, so if you have time, I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. Please get yourself a copy. At the end of the book, he says, I leave you with this image of a leader with outstretched hands who chooses a life of downward mobility. It is the image of the praying leader the vulnerable leader, and the trusting leader. May that image fill your hearts with hope, courage, and confidence as you anticipate the new century. So again, I read this about maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> and I remember going back and reading this, uh, I think it was last year during quarantine. I was like, oh, I should read this again. And I was like, how is this book here written in like the 80s so relevant to what we need to hear today? you know, even through seeing the leadership of our nation and, and various decisions that's being made. I'm just like, wow, Henry, you are ahead of your time. <laughs> so that was one book that really inspired me to be the type of leader that I am, I would say, which is the choosing the downward mobility life that I don't have to always be successful in the eyes of the people around me but I am true to the leader that God has called me to be. So that would be my first book that I would recommend. Secondly, I am currently finishing off uh, this book by Brene Brown called Dare to Lead. And she is a very famous, you know, coach, speaker, whatever you want to call her. And her work is around vulnerability, right? And that's been a wrestling topic for me through the years of, and you know, even being a Christian, like, wow, being a Christian and uh, learning to accept me for my whole self, because there is a God who accepts me for my broken and my whole self, right? And this book is out of, you know, her previous work, which is Daring Greatly, which I love, and Rising Strong. And Dare to Lead is more focused on leadership. And so how do you, you know, become vulnerable, become daring leaders in the workplace. Um, I've been able to walk through this book with uh, my current leadership at work, and it's really brought up conversations that we've never really had, and it's been really helpful for us to just, you know, bring our guards down, like not show up to be perfectionists, not show up to have to prove anything, but it's like, no, we're all here because we're 
one, not perfect, and we get to lead better out of that. So I really recommend um, you or your uh, leadership context to, to dive into this book. You can even watch some of her TED Talks online about Dare to Lead, um, and it kind of covers the same type of topics. My next book is called The Ideal Team Player, and this one is by Patrick Lincioni. I believe I'm saying his last name right, I'm not too sure. What I love about this book um, that I've read so far, I believe I discovered it about four years ago, it talks about what makes a successful team, right? And you can never <laughs> get away from working with other people, right? That's just a no-brainer, whether you're at work, whether you're at school, at home even, you're having to constantly work around people. And in this book, it talks about you know, what type of virtues do you look for to find a thriving team, a successful team? And the three virtues that he highlights is one, humble, two, hungry, and three, smart. And so whenever I step into a team context or having to build a team, these are the three main virtues that I look for. Not everyone will be able to find someone with all three virtues, right? It's, it's sometimes hard to find, but... If you can have like two out of three, sometimes that's even a good one so that you can work with them along the way. Um, but for me, like humility, that is the top of the line, right? Virtue for working with someone. Like, are you teachable? Are you willing to learn from one another? Are you willing to accept feedback and direction? And being hungry, right? Being motivated, that's highly important. And then lastly, someone who knows their stuff, right? Like being able to own and bring in what they know and being smart about it is also a highly important virtue. So that book has also made a difference in the way that I create teams and I work with other people. Um, again, these are just three books that I highly recommend um, just as you're starting out or trying to learn what leadership looks like. Um, but there has been other tools that I've tapped into over the years. And one of them is the Emotional Intelligence 2.0 book. So I learned about this about five years ago, I would say. And it's basically something that we all do on the daily basis. But it's also something that doesn't come easily for everyone, right? So learning about EQ, it's not as measurable as IQ. IQ, you take a test, you get your score, and it's kind of proven that you know all of these things and you're really intelligent. But EQ, it's kind of like your behavior, right? Your feelings. How do you respond to people? How do you receive people's emotions? How do you read the room when you're with people? And that's such an important part of being a leader is being able to navigate emotions, what other people are feeling and thinking and being mindful in those spaces. So I'm always grateful when I get to come across people with high EQ because there's a natural sense of conversation and flow of like, wow, you get me and you are understanding of everyone. <laughs> um, and so if you'd like to learn more about that, there's also many information and resources online. Um, another, I would say, maybe podcast lately that I've been really into um, is actually by Bob Goff. Um, Bob Goff is a writer, right? Lawyer, professor, motivational speaker, pastor, all the things that you can think about. And his podcast is called the Dream Big Podcast. And it's basically his series or his interviews with people who just want to start something new, who's dreaming big, 
Um, and it's kind of motivating to hear these stories,、um, even if you have a small idea. So,、um, for those of you who are brave enough to step into something new, like, I recommend it. There's also tools like the Enneagram, right? The Myers Briggs, the Strengths Finders, where you just get to learn more about people and their personalities and how to work with them. And I find that for myself, like, The Enneagram is something that I love because it's allowed me more self awareness of who I am and why I do the things that I do, even as a leader, right?、Um, recently, I've been learning about the predictive index, which is also another tool more specifically for the professional realm.、Um, and it's really fascinating to see how important it is to know what type of person you need to make up you know, a role or a position that's missing. Um, so, these are tools that you can look at and learn more about.、Um, but yeah, that's kind of been some tools and some inspiration behind、uh, who I am, the type of leader I want to be, and where I want to go with all of this. I hope that it's been helpful so far for you, that you learned a couple new things.、Um, if you have any questions about where to find some of these things, or if we can even dive in conversations together, please reach out to me. You can find us on our Instagram. Email us at a new light podcast at gmail.com. So, thank you guys for listening so far, and I've been having a lot of fun with you guys just doing these, you know, little talks. So, I hope you've been enjoying them. So, enjoy the rest of your day and whatever that you have planned ahead. Bye!